In today's episode, Patricia Wan, expert professional printer from GTA Imaging, answers the most commonly asked questions from pet photographers. We're talking everything from how do I even calibrate my monitor, what even is calibration, to how do I make hanging prints easier for my clients, to how do I offer unique products, what can I add onto wall art orders, and so, so much more. We ask them all so that you don't have to tune into this deep dive conversation to find out all these answers and more, plus some great tips for how to work better with your printing lab. And if you are enjoying these behind the scenes interviews with suppliers around the world, be sure to check out the supplier spotlight interviews over on the Pet Photographers Club blog. So just head over to the petphotographersclub.com forward slash blog to read more and find a printing lab from your area. Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick arse business strategies. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Season 14, Episode 3 of the Pet Photographers Club. I'm Kirsty McConnell. And I'm Caitlin J. McCall, and today we're chatting to Patricia One of GTA Imaging. So welcome to the club, Patricia. Wow, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you for coming on board. We've been really interested in learning more about printing labs and getting it sort of from your point of view as photographers. So we have so many questions that we're keen to ask you today. I want to pick your brain about all things printing, but I think before we dive into that, maybe if you could just give the listener a little bit of an overview into who GTA Imaging is and what you guys do. Sure. We are a professional photo lab. Uh, My father-in-law started the business in 1979 And it was a smaller sort of retail operation. And over the years, it's grown. But then with the onset of digital pictures, uh, our retail market went down a bit. And so instead of just closing up shop, like a lot of film stores have over the years, we changed to become wholesale only. And that means we only provide services for professional photographers. So we print photographic prints. uh, We do inkjet, acrylics. We hand make our albums and lots of other products that we only sell to photographers. And by specializing in these kinds of products that photographers would need, we were actually able to expand our business and serve photographers across Canada. Perfect. All right. So now that we have a bit of an idea of what it is you guys offer, which is everything we need as professionals, let's dive into how people like can get started with you and um, and working with labs in general, because what we're finding at the moment, and I'm sure you are as well, Patricia, is that lots of photographers are starting out being all inclusive. So they charge a set fee and include some digitals. And now there's, you know, after a little bit, they get interested in seeing, you know, some of us who are selling products and they want to get into that too. But it's a bit overwhelming for where to start, as I'm sure you hear a lot in your role there. Um, So first of all, I'd like to know um, what is kind of the most popular product that you see pet photographers ordering through you at GTA? So a very popular product for us 
for pet photographers is our wall art. Uh, it's something that uh, customers can display proudly on their walls, and it tells a story about their fur fr- family and, you know, give them ideas about what's important to them. And fur families are, you know, their pets are very important. And wall art's a great way to showcase, you know, this imagery for your clients. And they're really, you know, easy to order, easy to sell, just have a sample and uh, away you go. But uh, one of our most popular ones is a float mount, which is a photographic print that's been laminated and mounted and comes ready to hang. And because there's no frame, we don't have to worry about whether it matches a particular decor. It will just go on the wall and, you know, uh, be a really good example of a photographer's work imagery and also represent the client's beautiful family. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, this float, sorry, what did you call it? Float art mount? It's a float mount. So float mount. it's just, it's a print that's been finished and ready to hang. It's like on a board and it's laminated. So that means it's protected from, you know, from the elements, dust and wear and tear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's an easy way to display a piece of work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so are you seeing that pet photographers come to you? And they're ordering this product as a standalone product. So they order like one biggish piece or do they order a few to hang together as a collection on the wall? Um, what is the kind of the size options and the, and the display options when it comes to this product in particular? So this product, we can do both actually. We have different sizes. You can do one big one or we also sell what's called a wall cluster and that's different pieces that displayed together and in our ordering software you'll see the different sizes and the arrangements all ready to load and order and gives you a nice preview oh that that's cool so rather than you already have the designs say that will go on the display so the photographer can sort of plug in and play with their images rather than having to custom design something with their client is that what yes yeah okay that's absolutely right Right. And with the float mounts, talk us through, because I think it's not necessarily something that all labs offer. Um, Is it a similar sort of um, effect, I guess, as a canvas where there's no frame and it's just a really modern look? Why would someone be picking a float mount, for example, over a canvas? So float mount, it's thinner and it floats away from the wall. So there's a hanging block on the back, uh, which allows it to, you know, um, stick out from the wall, so to speak. And the edges are finished. So it's a nice beveled and painted edge. It's hard to describe (laughs) if you haven't seen one. It does look a lot more modern. I'm on the GTA imaging website now, listeners. So I'm actually looking at the examples and it does have a much more modern um, feel, I guess from a canvas, my uh, instinct would be that it is often a little easier as photographers to sell products that our clients can't get, you know, down the road at Officeworks or whatever cheap big printer that they, they have locally. So it's nice to have offerings on our price list that are a little bit different. 
um, do you find that photographers are sort of navigating towards those for that reason? Absolutely. One of the first questions that new photographers will ask us are, what are some products that my clients cannot buy in a regular store? And so float mounts are one of them. Even though canvas wraps are available in a lot of big box retailers, the way we finish ours sets it apart. Um, it's We have a front-facing board and whatnot, and it's built to last. But the float mounts are definitely something that's not uh, readily available in, for the retail consumer. Yes, I think it's it's so important to have a couple of products on there that they can't just find anywhere. On the wall cluster note, I do think it's really quite genius of you guys that you have the coded cardstock template thing that they can then hang on um, because for me that's that's actually one of the issues that I come up with a lot in my my pet photography business is that I feel a little like I'm you know designing these wall displays for my clients which might be three four five different prints that go together Um, and I can you know print out the design that we had but I do sometimes feel like I'm just sending them off and hoping that they hang them right. So talk us through that template. Oh, yeah. So each of the float mounts that come in a cluster, uh, we cut out a piece of cardstock and we mark the point where the nail would go into the wall and we package it with each piece. And then we also send a preview, like an eight by 10, just a printout regular like photocopy of the customer's images in the design to show the client where each piece would go on the wall. So they would just tape each piece of cardstock to the wall and we suggest one inch apart and they'll screw in the wall, that spot that we mark on it, you know, their nail or their screw And then you'll take off the cardstock and then hang up your piece according to the design that we include with the pieces. So it's easy. Yeah. Wow. I love it. I've I've never heard of a lab doing that before. That is so exciting. I'm going to be contacting my lab and saying, why aren't you doing this? (laughs) Um, Because I'm not in Canada. Sorry, I should clarify. Um, yeah. if I was, <laughs> that's fantastic. I'm so excited you're doing that. So it sounds like, I mean, this is a big pro, isn't it? For working with a, um, wholesale only lab that you guys are really thinking about, you know, what it is that we need to make our jobs easier. So while we're on that note, yeah. before we wrap up for the, um, sort of the, the, this first half of this episode, and then the second half is only for the members. Before we get into that, I do want to just cover what it looks like when somebody is first wanting to introduce products. So what is kind of the the hesitation that you hear from photographers when they very first inquire? Because before you mentioned, one of the questions is, um, what can I offer that the client can't get themselves from another big like from a big box store um but what about like before they get to that point so you know when they're very first contact and they're interested in offering products but we just don't know where to even begin at that point of our business so what sort of questions are you hearing coming through and how can you help them so Kirsty, i didn't hear the last part of your question but um 
Oh, I, I can repeat that. that for you. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Just so, the last, last little bit. Perfect. So what kind of questions are you having uh, photographers come to you with when they very first uh, looking at introducing products and how can you help them to get through those hesitations? Sure. I think there's a couple of things, but the first thing I think people worry most about is color and calibration. So the first thing you do when you work with a pro lab is to get some test prints done to see what the prints are looking like compared to your monitor. And the one big thing that newcomers to printing will find is that uh, monitor brightness is a big challenge. So if it's one thing you can learn is lower your brightness and order some test prints and ask your lab how you can get your prints to look more like your monitor, whether it's to calibrate or um, just make some adjustments to you know, compensate for whatever difference is in the print compared to your monitor. And the second thing people, uh, photographers will ask is how to price their products because they don't know where their products should be priced. And that's something that I really hesitate to answer because everyone's way of doing business is different. But I would suggest that photographers keep in mind that you're running a business you're you need to pay yourself uh, pay for your equipment pay for your training and pay for any mistakes so things go along and you want to make sure that you're covered in any case (laughs) sorry I was going to say that's a good point to have a little bit of an insurance buffer in there if you accidentally upload the wrong image, which I've done before, if you (laughs) accidentally print too many of the wrong image, which I've also done before, there's all sorts of accidents that we end up doing over the years. So I do like that point of making sure that your pricing gives you a little bit of a buffer for your own human mistakes that are inevitable when it comes to printing. There are. And, And the main thing I would say is don't be worried If the first product you print isn't great, work with your lab to figure out how you can get a better result uh, and start small. Start with a few smaller products before you invest in that, you know, $500 piece, like, you know, take it in steps and there's nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. Great um, tips there, Patricia. And I want to dive a bit deeper into the calibration you mentioned earlier, and maybe we can also talk about some pricing a little bit in the second half of this episode that's for the members. So before we wrap up this episode, though, can you just tell us um, for our Canadian listeners in particular, um, if they're wanting to get started with GTA, how do you help them with that? Like, do you offer test prints or sample packs or can they purchase any of these things? What's the very first step of getting started with you? The very first step would be to sign up on our website at gtaimaging.com slash become a client. After you sign up, we're going to send you a welcome email uh, with links to download our ordering software and go ahead and order some test prints. If you're unsure about anything about ordering the test prints or even getting started, give us a call. We're readily available by phone or by email at info at gtaimaging.com. 
Beautiful. Thank you so much. We'll have all the links and resources for GTA Imaging in the show notes of this episode. So just go ahead and visit the petphotographersclub.com forward slash podcast forward slash 1403. We're going to pause the first half of this episode now, but if you're a member of the club, you can continue listening to part two so we can dive into calibration, bit of pricing maybe. Uh, You can listen to that in the member zone. You don't forget. If you're not a member yet, you can join today. It's just $10 a month. It goes a long way to helping support this podcast and includes loads of bonus content, perks, wonderful things. So head on over to thepetphotographersclub.com forward slash join to find out more there. Thanks for listening to The Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.